0: KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. Well, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to KSLR and
1: checking out our KSLR Church of the Week program where every week we like to remind you that in 1 Timothy 5.17 there's a verse that says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. Yes, my name is Baron Wiley, and February in San Antonio means really only one thing. It's rodeo season. And uh, so we kind of thought it'd be fun here on KSL Church of the Week to honor Tejas Cowboy Church. And here today is not only the pastor, but a friend of mine and the station, and I say welcome. Welcome. I- Howdy.
2: Howdy to you, Barry. <laughs> to Pastor
1: Steve Coker. How are you, sir?
2: I'm blessed to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to come and share what's God doing in Bolverde, Texas. Oh nice accent yeah, you got you there.
1: Thank you very much. I like how you rolled that there, too. <laughs> Happy New Year to you, too. How's the year going so far?
2: You know, it started with a, a boom and a bang. We put out a nice message the other day about how we were thriving in the Lord and seeing new direction and vision that he's given us. And we haven't been around that long, so we're like, all right, what stage of the church are we in, you know? And. I came across this book the other day that talked about revitalizing and growing your church and thought that really doesn't apply. Yeah. But I looked at it anyway and wow, it was rich with uh, nuggets for us and helped us, I believe, articulate a, a vision and a mission that God's given us for the church almost accidentally. So I'm excited about the new year and what God's going to do.
1: Well, let's dive right into it. What is the vision and mission for Tejas Cowboy Church?
2: Well, you know, not long ago, we have a a lady in our church that's a branding specialist, and she works with a lot of companies out in California.
1: Cattle branding? No, (laughs) that would be appropriate.
2: (laughs) Uh, Corporate branding, identity branding. So we approached her and said, hey, help us get a an arm around, a lasso around what we're supposed to be doing here. What are you hearing from us on Sundays? What are we saying? What are people saying about the church while they're here? And we did a series of interviews, and she said, well, your mission is very clear. You don't know it? I said, well, maybe I don't. She says, you say it every Sunday. At the end of the service, you you look out over this vast rodeo ground, and you say, go and live love out Hmm. into the community. And she said, that's your mission. Mm. That's your purpose. And interestingly enough, when I read that book recently, I mentioned about revitalizing the church. It talks about how the church has got the wrong understanding of customers if the church were a business. Mm-hmm. And I remember that from former church experience where we, look, we tend to look at the congregation as our customers, Therefore, the church and its staff kind of cater to those customers and try to There's a serve guest
1: services them. department now in churches yeah, all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
2: Well, this book helped me to see the customers are not the people in the church. The customers are those outside the church. Good. So the employees are in the church. So you train and equip the employees to go do the work, which is outside the church, which is outside the walls and outside of Sunday worship time. So I just see the Lord building a group of people that are servant-minded and Mm -hmm. gifted. They come to church not so they can get fed, but so they can learn and be equipped and trained to then go out and live the love of Christ. So we're in a phase where we're looking in our community at the different opportunities that present themselves in ministries, with other organizations, in business. Uh, We're a big chamber member. We attend the functions. Uh, I'll go ahead and step in it. I go regularly to the Bulverde uh, Republican Women's Meetings, and I've been asked to speak at many of those. Good. You know, there's politics in our pulpit, and, you know, I believe God's in everything. So (laughs) we open up a lot of cans out there, and it's part of being in the community and being visible. So we're not catering to the people that come on Sunday. We're building a team that caters to the community. And that's just different from what I've been a part of in the past.
1: And this whole cowboy church thing—it's not a denomination, but there seems to be about—I don't know—probably a hundred churches like that Gosh. all over South Texas.
2: It, it's a phenomenon. I don't know when it really began. Uh, my understanding—it's uh, typically of the Baptist church. Uh-huh. Um, we're a independent, uh, non-denominational. Church. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. I've said non-denominational many times, but uh-huh. it's probably all-denominational because the people yeah. that are attracted or that come are from all different church backgrounds. But
1: but you're an SMU guy, right?
2: Well, I went to a seminary there, the course, of study school at Perkins. You uh-huh. know, I got my clergy credentials originally in the Methodist Church. So when I began to get this calling to do this cowboy or country-style service, there wasn't anything like that in the methodist denomination structure i don't think so <laughs> so i like okay what is that going to look like yeah and the lord called me out of that quite honestly mm-hmm. uh, he called me out of a big methodist church that i was preaching in here in san antonio and i said go mm-hmm. and fortunately as i've shared with you he gave me enough faith to be able to just do that and for a couple of years we just served the community. We had backyard gatherings. We met in restaurants and wine bars and garages, yeah. and just did more fellowship things with a small amount of worship and preaching and some teaching. Uh, we started a country style service on a Sunday night at an old uh, cow catcher's steakhouse up in Bulverde, which is now Riverside Community Church. Oh yeah. Which if Scott, I had to say Scott
1: was a church a couple weeks ago. Oh,
2: good. Well, yeah. Scott was a great mentor and a supporter of ours, yeah. and gave us that space. Wow. Um, in all honesty, I'd love to share that we are an outreach or a, a church that was planted out of that Excellent. congregation. I love this church. Oh, it's fantastic.
1: The Church of San Antonio. The way the the, the, the oh, unity yeah. in the city and and the I don't know, just the way that it should be.
2: I guess well, there's not a lot of. Uh, me and mine. Yeah. Uh, it's very open and supportive uh, from what I've seen. Sure. So that uh, that's kind of where we began over there, but we specifically did not call it a church uh, because I had not heard from God that we needed to do that. Uh, I'd shared with you we had 14 different musical groups that were coming in and out of our service, and these were people that played folk music, um, not church stuff. No, no. A lot of them were singer-songwriters, hill country musicians. Yeah. And we just asked them to come in and play in their sweet spot, and we'd find God in their music, mm-hmm. uh, which is easy because He's in everything. Uh, and we realized as we didn't grow a congregation, we grew relationships with these bands. We were ministering to them. They began to give testimony about how they felt loved and uh, found a new spiritual connection. Yeah. And when we realized that we were there to love on them and not on each other— God then said, I want you to go plant a church. I want it to be a cowboy church. I want you to call it Tejas Cowboy Church and go to Tejas Rodeo Company because they have a place. And it was really funny because I don't have a horse. <laughs> I hadn't been on a horse since I was probably 16 years old. I won't yeah. tell you how long ago that was.
1: Right, and that was a kiddie park going around in a circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like,
2: what is that going to look like? I mean, the last thing you want to do is be fake or false mm-hmm. and – an interesting story, once I got that word from God and I shared it in a, an email with some people, it got shared around. And I was in Corpus Christi with my wife and got a phone call from a guy that lives up in Blanco. He said, you don't know me, you don't know anything about me, but I got your email from a friend of a friend of a friend, and I just wanted to confirm God's word mm. for you to start a cowboy church. All right, okay, what do you mean? He said, I personally have been praying for a cowboy church in Bulverde, Texas, for three years.
1: And what's the difference between a cowboy church and starting a church, though?
2: Well, technically, probably not a lot, uh-huh. but there's an intentionality on the Western heritage. Farming, ranching, country living. Mm-hmm. So you're preaching – you'll hear hear more illustrations on farm and ranch life. I do a lot of reference to rodeo and, you know, eight-second ride and fence-sitting and yeah. ranker stock and all those kind of things yeah. that would uh, make folks in that culture feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we've got people that wear suits every day Ooh. and ride motorcycles on yeah. the weekends. It's a church that everybody's comfortable in. A guy showed up yesterday in a tie, and we just about fell out, but he was comfortable, yeah, and there are little kids running around when we met underneath the pavilion for a while out there. We had labradors running through the congregation and jumping in the tank and getting wet and shaking off, and you hear the horses' neigh and the birds sing, and that's cool. Uh, it was really cool to be outside for those formative days uh in god's country. It was very country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just very country, very hill country comfortable Awesome is the best way to describe
1: it. And come as you are?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Place? I get to wear what I love to wear, boots and jeans and hats. And
1: uh, You preach with your hat on?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. do. Even inside now. All right. You know, there are people like, you're supposed to take your hat off no, inside. No. I said, well, I understand that, but there's some old boys coming in back there that don't. All right, with their caps and, on. And uh, they like their hats. Yeah. And if I got my hat on, they're comfortable. So... Uh, we seek uh, to find an inviting space for everybody.
1: Well, listen, if you've just joined us, uh, thank you for listening here. you listen listening to AM630 KSLR. It's our KSLR Church of the Week program. We're talking to Pastor Steve Coker of Tejas Cowboy Church. Pastor Steve, tell us where, where exactly you're at.
2: Well, we worship out at the Western Sky Event Center, which is a new venue that Tejas Rodeo Company put up. Uh, they're out west of Bull Verde, the little city there. Mm-hmm. Oh, three or four miles, uh, 401 Obst Road, OBST. I I don't know the history of that. Name. All right, we'll figure it out. Uh, if you know about Spec Store i have ever been out there, it's open again, Great Burger Joint. Uh, we're not far from that. Uh, but Teos has professional rodeo every Saturday night out there between March and November. Mm. And what a wonderful group of folks. Trey Martin, Yancey James welcomed us wholeheartedly when we walked in there and said, I think we're supposed to do church out here. And they said, great, you can use our place. You're part of what we're trying to do, which is build community. Mm -hmm. So uh, knock yourself out. Let us know how we can help you. Um, Part of our story that's a huge blessing, Baron, is being out there for about a year and a half. We were meeting in their steakhouse doing uh, church inside because it was frigid and rainy. Mm -hmm. They invited us in. Well, they have brunch open at 11. So we're doing Lord's Supper in there, and guests are walking in for brunch. Well, they're stepping into the Lord's Supper going, wait a minute, that's not what we came out here for. So I felt conscious about that, and uh, or was conscious of it, and said, hey, why don't you let us get in a little early? Mm-hmm. We'll get over early, and then your customers won't be so surprised. They said, hey, you don't need to worry about that. If they don't like what's going on out here, they might need to find another place. Wow. I'm like, wait a minute, that's that's not good business sense, uh-huh. but it's God's sense because you honor what God is doing out here, and that's what you're going to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that. They said, furthermore, we're putting up this big event center out back, and it's going to seat 400 people, and that's going to be y'all's church. Wow. Uh, it, it blew me away that God would call us out there mm-hmm. two years before, have a setup, build a little congregation, love in the community, meet with these people in partnership, and then them put a building up that we now have, I think, one of the most gorgeous churches anywhere, and we didn't build it. Yeah. God did. Yeah. And the thing that was really, really cool, Barron, when I was talking with Trey one day, and I said, I'm just amazed that you guys put this building up and invited us to be here. You said, when I heard they invited y'all to the building for church, I realized that was probably one of the best reasons we could come up with with putting the building up in the first oh, place. Oh my, yeah. So God's been at work out there uh, before they knew it, before right. we knew it. And he put us together at the right time and I can't wait Except to see the what the Lord he builds does now. a house. Oh, amen. <laughs> You got it.
1: I love it. I love it. Hey, if you want to learn more about the church, here's the website. It's Tejas Cowboy Church. By the way, Tejas with a J. That's correct. T-E-J-A-S, TejasCowboyChurch.org. And uh, if you uh, go to the site, you'll find the number there, the phone number if you have a question. It's uh, 830-237-5573. And when that phone rings, you might even pick up the phone, right, Pastor?
2: That's correct. That's my phone. I love to talk to folks. And if I don't have the answer, I know somebody that might.
1: What time does church start?
2: 10.45.
1: 10.45, out by yeah. noon?
2: Oh, typically. Yeah, okay. You know, it depends if the Spirit, Spirit gets goes. going, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're blessed to have, I think, some of the finest hill country music around. I, you know. Golly.
1: I, last time I checked, God likes music. He does. And he likes country music, too, I hear.
2: I think so. Jesus coming back on a horse. I That's mean, right. I mean, put some of these things together... <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, amen, amen to that. But again, too, I know Clifton Jansky is a friend. He's come out several times, and again, Clifton you talked about yeah. talks about ministering uh, these, these bands that come in there too. So, talk about the worship there. I, I would imagine uh, that uh, well, there's some picking and grinning going on, or something.
2: Well, there is. I would say, are we we like to say that we're very non-traditional and non-churchy per se, but if anybody's been in a church before and they walk in, they're going to recognize that they're at church. Mm -hmm. We preach from the Holy Bible. We are serious about prayer. Uh, We do Lord's Supper every Sunday. Mm. And you're going to see the elements and the flow of a service that you would find in uh, another church because of our background and our training. Uh, But the music is a very interesting aspect. We've never pushed the music to be church typical, and we've encouraged the bands who we believe God leads to us to play in their sweet spot, and then we look for God in their music. And it's very interesting how many times we don't know what their song set's going to be, and yet it will match the message, or it will match where the congregation is that day. Uh, So that's a beautiful thing to watch. Now, many of them will say, hey, what are you preaching on this week? I want to help mold and and shape that worship flow, which is awesome. But uh, Clifton, if you know him, uh, is a powerful man of God. He's a wonderful entertainer for mm-hmm. the Lord. He knows how to preach. And uh, I learned Clifton's style uh, a while back, and I know when to get out of his way. Yeah, And he compliments what we do so well. Uh, George Inslee is another fellow that we have picked up over the years. This guy— Played with some of the best. Guy Clark, uh, Towns Van Zandt. Wow. He's an yeah. incredible man of God and plays with us twice a month now. Singer songwriter of the depth yeah. that he told me lyrics yesterday of a song he just wrote at lunch. I began to weep yeah. over hearing the lyrics. He said, I guess I won't tell you verse two. Uh oh. <laughs> I said, Yeah, <laughs> I can't take <laughs> it anymore. But, you know, songs about an old pair of leather gloves that uh-huh. his dad gave him and the advice he shared with him about those gloves and how to use those to effectively touch and, and make a difference in the world. Uh, so a lot of the music isn't sing-along, but it's very deep and very mm-hmm. spiritual and, and complements God's Word.
1: You might need to put out a uh, Tejas Cowboy Church greatest hit CD here. We're working on that, I as believe a matter
2: it. of fact. We really are, and uh, everyone is very welcome and open to do that. Uh, Jerry and Deanna Dosser. Uh-huh. Uh, have western sunrise ministry out of blanco texas okay. and they're a country gospel duo they play with us a lot they do a lot of stuff at san antonio rodeo mm-hmm. uh, for sale and met them there cool so uh, we've been part of the cowboy church committee there at the rodeo for years and made some great connections so eh, they're building a team you know
1: yeah i love it i love it again we're talking to pastor steve Coker, the pastor of tejas cowboy church they're out there in uh, Boulevard, texas at 401 opst road and you can learn more about him at tejascowboychurch.org, of course, as our Church of the Week. Just go to kslr.com, click on that Church of the Week page, and uh, there you can find uh, all the details about the church there as well. Plus, uh, this interview that you're hearing right now and all the great devotionals that uh, Pastor Steve shared with us every day this week uh, here on KSLR. Pastor, can we go back a little bit in your history there? and you know, Do you have a salvation story, or how did you just get the calling oh, wow. to say, you know what, I'm going to live for the Lord here?
2: You know, it's always fun to relive where you've been yeah. and that day uh, when Christ showed up. I grew up in the Methodist the church and was really, I believe, I thought saved at 14, 15, mm-hmm. uh, trying to walk the walk. And that's a key word, trying. Um, got to a place in my late 30s um, at a big church, big Episcopal church, actually, mm-hmm. in Dallas, Texas. And I was been a student of personal development at that time. I was eaten up with it, so much so I couldn't watch a Cowboy game on Sunday without feeling guilty because I wasn't working on myself uh-huh. and my goals and all that stuff. It was all self-centered. Yeah. Uh, so a bishop came through and gave a, a message about how much that was false, hmm. and it hurt me, and I was angry about it. But I realized he was truthful that I had not been putting God first in my life, but trying to figure it out on my own. A couple Sundays later, I'm sitting in that church, and I I really sensed the word of the Lord come to me and say, are you ready Hmm. to give all of yourself to me today? And I began to weep. Hmm. Um, And I said, yes, Lord, I I am ready, but I can't do that uh, because I know I'm going to fail. I failed at a lot of things, and I can't fail at this because this is it. I want you. I know, I know you. I'd like to know you more, and I believe you love me. But I can't let you down. Mm. And I heard him say, "Suppose I don't care. I already know that about you." My son gave his life for you because of the reasons that yeah. you're trying to explain to me that you shouldn't come on board. Uh, I love you, and all I want is a relationship with you, just as you are. We'll work the rest out. Are you ready? And I said yes that day, and everything changed. Uh, You know, the roof didn't blow off, and the dove didn't come down. But I knew for a fact in my heart Mm. I was never going back. Mm. A few years ago, uh, or a few years after that, I moved to San Antonio. I was in a commercial overhead door business and began to sense God calling me to do more. He said, get involved in the church this time. Don't just sit there. Get in classes. Meet some people. And, yeah, did men's ministry and began to teach Sunday school and— A pastor of the church said, there's something going on with you I'd like to talk to you about. And a few conversations later, uh, he gave me this little book about discerning a calling. And it didn't take a couple of chapters for me to know. man, God has has got me. and I'm going to have to do something. And they said, hey, this guy's retiring. We want you to take his job when he leaves. I'm like, wait, he's a pastor. I'm not a pastor. They're like, but you can be. And I was in the Methodist Church at the time, and they have a program that allows second-career people to step into ministry Mm. kind of on the job Mm. and work their education out along the way. So I was so blessed by that. Uh, Went to school at Perkins, SMU, and uh, did five years of training there and was able to preach and teach and do pastoral care. I'm sorry, so you were commuting? Or was it all It's summer-based. Correspondence Correspondence and summer-based. Okay, okay. So I didn't have to give up. All this time to be able to do it. Great program in the Methodist Church. Mm -hmm. All I can say is that pastor, and I'll name him Mark Deaton, Mm -hmm. uh, was such a blessing for me then because he allowed me as an associate pastor to step fully into a role of preaching and teaching Mm -hmm. and leading ministry. Uh, when I was up at SMU talking to other local pastors, they didn't have that luxury or that blessing. Yeah. So I was. Does he really know what you're doing now? Him. He does. Yeah, good. Yeah, we, we talk occasionally.
1: Well, he's worthy of honor, I, too. That's he really dude. is.
2: I can't say enough about um, his role mm-hmm. in what God was doing in my life and today.
1: Fantastic. Pastor Steve Coker with Tejas Cowboy Church, our KSLR Church of the Week online at tejascowboychurch.org. And again, you can find them right there in Bulverde, Texas. I guess you can just drive through Bulverde and figure it out, or ask somebody yeah, <laughs> if you don't know. Yeah, pretty much, you can ask rodeos. anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, because you're meeting at the Western Sky Event Venue there, uh, the Tejas Rodeo. Uh, there's still active rodeos happening back there.
2: Every Saturday on? night between March, uh, months of March and November, there is professional rodeo yeah. out there. I mean, they'll have a 1, 1,500 people out there easy. Their steakhouse is open, I think, Wednesday through Sunday. They serve fabulous food out there. Mm-hmm. And so you can go. It's, it's kind of like that place your parents might have taken you to years ago is like out in the country that was like a special dining experience just oh, because yeah. of the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those places. They've cool. got an old kind of old west town set up. in um, for the rodeo activities, they got a bull out there, I mean, mechanical bull, uh-huh. and things for the kids to do. And it's very community oriented. So uh, I just love to share about what they're doing and, and how much they're community uh, friendly. And they do a lot. Mm-hmm. We'll say they sponsor and uh, allow veterans groups and breast cancer awareness groups and local food pantries sure. and all types of organizations to come out there and use the facility. Uh, to build community and make a difference. They're just good people. Wow!
1: Yeah. takes one to know one there, Pastor. You're doing yeah. good things there, too. Well, thank there? you.
2: I think we make a good team out there. That's pretty cool. I really do. Uh,
1: pastors, we're kind of getting close to the end there, too. Um, I know I want, want to touch on another thing real quick there, too. You do Bible study during the week?
2: You know, we do. Interestingly enough, before we were called to start the church, we were called to start a Bible study. Uh-huh. Now, be careful, because it's in a wine bar. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh. I, was, I had an office. Our church office is next door to uh, Wine 101, uh-huh. which is a wine bar in downtown Boulevard. And I sensed God—actually, he woke me up. I was in Henderson, Texas. Woke me up at 445. I saw the clock. And Wednesday, wine and the Word was going across my consciousness. Mm-hmm. Thought, what is that? You know? And he says, I want you to start a Bible study in the wine bar Yeah, next door. I said, Lord, I don't know those people. <laughs> he said, well, you're going to. So I was nervous about going over and talking to him because I just thought that was crazy. And I mean, what church is gonna do a Bible study in a wine bar and what does that look like? Are you encouraging drinking? I mean, all the things all that, that go stuff, along with yeah. it. So finally, after a strange phone call, which is God done, that made me go over there and talk with him, I met the owner. She says, Who are you? What do you do? I'm like, Well, I'm a rogue pastor. I don't really have a church right now, I'm just kinda of out in the community. She says, Pastor well, we've got wine. Why don't you get some bread and do church in here? Yeah. I never got to ask her if we could do a Bible wow. study. So, I mean, divine appointments have been set and made for us. And, uh, what we time do y'all meet? Uh, 6.30, first and third Wednesday. It's no previous Bible experience required. We and step in, and it's, it's very conversational. And, and you lead that too? I lead that, but I have other leaders now Good. that are stepping up to do that. Uh, and we have other studies, Friday night studies of people's homes and things that are going on. So,
1: Well, what you need to do is to get on that thing called the Internet and check out TejasCowboyChurch.org. Again, Tejas with a J there. TejasCowboyChurch.org. You'll learn more about uh, Pastor Steve Coker. Uh, check them out in Boulevard, Texas at 401 Ops Road. And again, if you'd like to call the church, here's the number. It's 830-237-5573. I say, Pastor Steve Coker, God bless you, and thanks for what you're doing.
2: Thank you, Baron. Thanks for being on KSLR Church Church
1: of the Week. Again, if you enjoyed the conversation like I did, I think I'm going to listen to this one again. Hey, sounds great. You can at kslr.com on our Church of the Week page. And again, we thank you for listening to AM 630 KSLR.
0: Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM 630 KSLR Church of the Week.